If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Okay. All right, ready? Hey, uh-huh. everybody, this is Sophie. This is Boo Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. All right, so this is the earliest we have ever recorded a podcast, right? Yes, yes, it is. Melanie yes. had Melanie had to set her alarm. Yes, for the crack of 8.45. I had to roll out of bed at the crack of 8.45 a.m. Because your preferred summer schedule, as we have discussed, is to stay up really late and then sleep until maybe 11. Yes, that is my preferred. Even though I really have not been sleeping until 11. I have been sleeping until 9.30 or 10. Sure. Um, yeah. And then, you know, I can't, I can't sleep late. So, no. so I was, I was sort of up and at him about 6.15, 6.30. But here's the thing. So we planned today that we were going to have a, a big conversation with Annie Downs. But uh-huh. of course we did not test the waters or anything beforehand. Because why would you do that? Why would well, you make, why? why would you make any kind of plan or preparation or, you know, like see what your um, technology would support. And so we got on Skype with Annie and I realized that I could not record two other people at the same time. Yes. Do, do you think that's because they, they, don't, they aren't going to allow you to like sabotage somebody? Suddenly we took a Sydney Bristow twist. Like, how do you, how do you mean? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm all for a CIA conspiracy. I'm just curious. I guess, but see, I haven't woken up. I didn't really think that through. No, I'm, no but, I, I'm, I'm interested though. Go ahead. But don't you remember, like, you probably never did this because you were probably a nicer person than me. But don't you remember, like, in junior high and high school, you would, like, call somebody on three-way and one person would just sit there and you didn't know that the other person was on the phone? Uh, <laughs> oh, I get you now. See, no, see, I didn't get to do that because my daddy would not pay for any extra phone services. Uh, we did not have call waiting until I was in college. Oh, that's tragic. Oh, yeah. He would not. He would not. He, he can, if, if you were on the phone, you needed to have the conversation with the person you were talking to. It was yes. ready to click over. And then, so we had ne- we had nothing like that until I was in college. Okay. Well, I have to say now, I, in my 40s, I've come back around to where I agree with your daddy. Don't tell me you're going to hold on to see if there's a better offer on the <laughs> Right. Sure. Yeah. But as a 16 year old who was fielding multiple calls all at once yeah. for my social life, the call waiting seemed very crucial. And I'm, but I guess really though, the recording, the three way doesn't really, because you would know that, well, you're recording three people. So you couldn't really sabotage anybody. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't understand. Okay. Well, for whatever reason, it wouldn't work. Hold on. I'm moving my microphone. Can you still hear me? Uh-huh. I can okay. hear you. Um, so we couldn't, I couldn't record and I'm going to have to investigate that. I just didn't take time to investigate it since I had both you and Annie on Skype. Um, so we hung up, I talked to Annie and now we're going to talk. And then we thought about recording some things where you said stuff like, Oh, Annie, that is hilarious. Yeah, and I just drop it in. <laughs> uh huh. Annie, that is delightful. 
Annie, tell me a little bit about your new book, Let's All Be Brave. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. And so mm-hmm. um, so um, we decided not to do that. So I'm just in a minute, I'm just going to play what Annie and I talked about, and um, which I will tell you, you'll be proud to know, went from her book to uh-huh. the Real Housewives of New Jersey. So well, it fit right it in. Yeah, it fit right in with, with our normal. As it should. Um, Let's all content. be brave. <laughs> All right, everybody, this is, I've got Annie Downs on the, um, on here on the podcast. Here's the thing. We have this big dream for, for like Melanie and Annie and me all on the Skype at the same time. And I, and I had no way to record it, which means it it remains a dream. It remains a dream. That's right. Um, and, um, so Annie got to see firsthand how, um, Melanie and I really aren't kidding when we say we have no idea what we're doing. I just saw firsthand that it really is a professional gig, as I always imagined when sure I listen to the podcast. Sure it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Annie said she felt like she was seeing behind the curtain, and I told her she was really seeing behind kind of an old towel. <laughs> it's true. That is exactly what you said, and I laughed just as hard. Okay, so Annie has a book coming out tomorrow called Let's All Be Brave. And Annie, how you doing? Man, you know, I am so nervous today. You are? (laughs) Yes. I was just making a smoothie with like spinach and all these good things while eating M&M cookies. (laughs) I was like, this is a sign. This is a sign of how I'm feeling. Yeah, I'm I'm just nervous today. Oh, I get it. You know what? I I mean, I'm trying to finish this book and I got sort of tickled a little while ago. I was working on something and I looked over and I have a um, a gallon-sized Ziploc next to my computer that is full of peanuts and M&Ms and raisins. Oh, yeah. See, yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the problem. And and I just had this thought this morning of like, it comes out tomorrow. Yes. then? What then? What then? (laughs) Okay. Okay, so tell me. Like everything's been leading up to... July 15th and then it's the 16th. I, I don't know. have I don't know what happens on the 16th. Well, but the 15th's going to be good. The 15th's yeah. going to be really good. Okay, so tell me what's your favorite part about it coming out? Like what are you most looking forward to? Oh, okay, about it coming out. I am most looking forward You know, at this point, probably a a good percent of my friends have read it and have seen it. Yes. And I loved that. I mean, I just love 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 that my friends are finally getting to see it. So I think what'll be the most fun is like in tomorrow when everybody orders it and two days later when they get it and people start reading it. That's yes. probably the most fun, I mean, you know, cause that's the work we put in. That's, and you know, this firsthand, but man, that book about, uh, sent me over the edge, right? <laughs> so. I know, but here, see, that's the thing. That's the thing I'm most excited about, about you, about for you, I guess, is that, that book is your heart. Like it is yeah. like to kind of see the, the behind the scenes a little bit of, of all those pieces falling into, I mean, not the parts when you were in Atlanta, obviously, cause I didn't know you then that would have been creepy, but, <laughs> but, the, but your whole Nashville story, like, I don't know. And I told you after I read it, I really, I mean, you just, you tell the truth better than just about anybody I know. Thank you. I appreciate it. And yeah, that's, how, I mean, you know, th- there's this fine line about tomorrow between like, running up and down the streets and throwing copies at every car and <laughs> staying under my covers. Sure. Yeah. 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 There's a real fine line between <laughs> celebration and like a real housewives marathon. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ignoring the computer and yes. keeping my phone in a Ziploc bag in the bottom of the sink, <laughs> yes. you know, like, yeah. or just powering yeah. down altogether. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's probably better. You're right. I should probably just turn it off versus put it in water. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know any. Just, what, what, yeah. just whatever you feel like. Um, so I was trying to think this morning, I was thinking about your book and I was thinking about 
that whole idea of um, of being brave. Here, here's the thing I want to make sure people know about your book. Besides the fact that I loved it, is that um, you have written mostly in the in the past for girls who are younger. Right. But, but this book, while very much for girls who are younger, is also for women and men. I would say who are older. Even it's a it's yeah. it's it's a much it, it casts a much broader net than that's than... right. Yeah. The go, the hope was and is that this is the book for my friends, right? You know, this is the book that my guy friends can read and put on their shelves. This is the book that my, any woman or man in my age bracket or older will enjoy as much as anyone else, you know? Um, so yeah, my first couple have been for teen girls, but Zondervan trusted me enough to say, okay, now write something for adults. And I was like, I've never been one. How do I do that? <laughs> but <laughs> maybe that's are. why last year was so hard, Sophie. Maybe so. Maybe, maybe I had some growing pains amidst the writing. <laughs> maybe so. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's, cause I, I feel like over and over again, I hear people say stuff like, here's what I want to do, but I feel like I could never do that. Or here's what I think I'm supposed to be doing, but I feel like that, you know, that that's impossible or whatever. And I love your book because it's a little nudge. It's just a little nudge. Yeah, that's, and that's what I wanted it to be. Thank you. I'm glad you feel that way. That's what I wanted it to be is, you know, I, there is not a point in Let's All Be Brave where I am defining for you as the reader what brave looks like, because I don't think that's what we need. We don't right. need someone to define for us what it looks like to be brave. We need someone to give us permission to do the thing we already feel is brave choice. Right. And there's plenty of instruction. There are plenty of instructions out there. Yes, I feel like. Yes. There are instruction manuals to be sure. And I didn't want to write that. I wanted to write a story and I wanted to write multiple stories of people that I knew who had been brave, that could be brave. Um, and I wanted them to see that, that courage is for everybody and that courage looks different for everybody. I, I, you know, I didn't want it to just look like the people who moved to Africa are brave, though they are. Yes. Or the people, you know, kind of growing up in church, it's either like you're a missionary or you're rich enough to pay for the missionaries. Yes. You know? And that's then exactly everyone right. else is something in the middle that's not as valuable. And, and I just don't think that's true. You know, I think about there are people in, in Hollywood who are believers that are putting their necks out to do good art. That's really brave to do, you know, and there are school teachers who are really brave and there are moms who are really brave and there are college guys who are making brave choices. Yeah. And, and I want all of them to feel celebrated and um, supported by this book. I love that Annie Downs. Thank you. I mean it, you know, I mean it. I mean, I I I just, I know you do. Hey, um, I was trying to think if I had done anything brave lately, but um, I don't know really about that. <laughs> <laughs> but I just can't be sure. Well, I was just really digging. I was trying to dig deep and, um, and about the, about the only thing I could think of was like, you know, I looked in TJ Maxx for a lamp. That was about oh, as, no. yeah. Mm-hmm. A lamp or a throw pillow. Either <laughs> one you are asking to go deep in the recesses. I know. That I know. Good. Listen, it was only it was only the Lord that allowed me to come out of there with one. I um I don't know that I've been very brave lately, but I love, love, love what you're saying and I'm so See, proud of you. I don't think that's true because I think that's I think we all can say I'm not very brave or I, you know, I haven't done anything remarkable lately, but the truth is you're probably making a courageous choice every day because for you particularly, you're working on a book, 
you're raising a kid, you're in a marriage, you have a dog. I mean, there are all these things. <laughs> You know how I feel about that. That's right, Annie. Sure. I have a dog. That's sure. right. Brave. That's I don't right. Think it, I think it's very brave to have an animal that costs you money that gives you nothing but love. No conversation. You, you've seen you've seen Hazel live and in person. You know. <laughs> you, you know. It's brave. Brave. Thank but you. I do. I mean, I, I want to. I, I want to speak that to you, but also to people in general of this. Like, no, you are making brave choices when you don't even realize it. When you're there, are people who don't who who don't feel like they can leave the house today. Yeah, you know, and but they're going to go out and go to Taco Bell and get a taco, and for them that's really brave. But they would never label it as that. But I would say you being brave enough to leave the house today when you haven't left in four days, when you don't feel pretty, when you've lost your job, that's a brave move. And you need to call that for yourself so that you recognize that we each are brave. Because when you'll be brave and I'll be brave and then we start seeing it in each other, that's when change starts to really happen. Do you know what honest to goodness popped in my mind when you were talking, when you were saying that just then? What? <laughs> I was thinking like, like that's like three days in a row of yoga pants, fourth day, <laughs> something that buttons. Like, yeah. <laughs> right? I know. Yeah. I know. I mean, like, like uh, yesterday I had, it had been like three days in a row of yoga pants. Yesterday I put on some jeans. And I was like, Oh, see yoga pants stretch. This is yeah. why, <laughs> this is why we need to come back to the buttons. Really? Yeah. We need to be reminded. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. That's right. And I think there are, you know, I think there are big choices, big, brave choices people make all the time, but Maybe I just, maybe I just like celebration more than the average person. So I'm always like, look, you did it, Annie. You filled your tank up with gas again. Your I know. car's going to keep going. I know. That's awesome. I know. You changed your oil. You went, yeah. you went in for your service and you put on some pants that buttoned and right. let's right. have a party. That's right. Okay. So what are you doing tomorrow? Do you know? Do you have a plan? Uh, what are we doing tomorrow? No, I don't really have a plan. I'm getting a, a, Tonight, a couple of us, I've kind of have this new tradition that I started when my first book came out a couple of years ago that some friends and I go to dinner and celebrate the night before the book comes out. Mm -hmm. So it has nothing to do with how the book does. It's purely a celebration that the piece of art exists on the planet. Oh, Amy, so, see, you're so smart that way. Well, I just don't, you know, I, that's what I want to celebrate is that is that my friends supported me while I worked hard on a product that now exists. And so we'll do that tonight. And then tomorrow we'll just be... Probably Real Housewives. New Jersey's back, so I just I'm just concerned about Teresa. Listen, yeah, I'm just concerned about Gia. I haven't I haven't watched it yet, but I will tell you that last night about eleven o'clock, I got in the bed and I looked at my phone and I had a text from a friend of mine that just said, "Fair warning, I wept." Yes. During, during the Real Housewives. And I feel really bad, regardless of the choices that were made, that that family is having to go through that. And That's so right. I, have, I deliberately haven't watched it because I couldn't get all worked up before I went I'm to sleep. I'm telling you, I think it's G, isn't Gia the oldest? Yes. Girl, but you know, I, I do love me teenage girls too. I just have a real yes. tender spot for them. But man, watching her experience this with her parents is is literally heartbreaking. So, so I'll probably watch the episode the six times they show it tomorrow on Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, have you watched the ladies of London? Oh, no, I've heard. Well, let, listen, Sophie, you're going to appreciate this. I actually didn't have enough cable to watch Bravo recently and then the world cup. And so I purchased, oh, sure. mm -hmm. I upgraded so I could have ESPN and got my Bravo back. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I have a lot of catching up to do, but don't be tardy starts up this week too, which is <laughs> my second favorite after talk about being brave. 
Don't be tardy. Don't be tardy, Annie. Kim Zolciak is brave. She's got six children. Listen, that I, I've only seen the previews. How did we go from your beautiful book to the Real Housewives? <laughs> because that is my real life. I know that is real life. Um, but uh, but I've seen the previews and um, that that most recent baby before she had the twins. I mean, he's just he's about the prettiest thing I've ever seen. They are adorable. And you know, I've always had a secret dream in my heart to marry an Atlanta Falcon. So I watch her life. Mm-hmm. And, and and to see what it's like to be married to a falcon. Yeah. I'm going to say, Annie, I think your life might look a little different in that case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah sure, probably. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I probably have, have aged out of marrying a falcon <laughs> at this point. <laughs> They're all about 24. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you know, you don't, I'm not closing a door here. No, don't close the door, Annie. You never know what the Lord might want to do. I mean, you can't. That's right. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Okay. Well, I'm so happy that you, I, I, I'm so sad that. We were unable to technically make this work with Melanie, but I'm so happy oh. that you were able to jump on here this morning. The podcast. Oh, do, you remember, sure. do you remember years ago, one of y'all's first podcast when I emailed you because I got a speeding ticket while I was listening? Do you remember this? I got no. two tickets while I was listening to the podcast and I named one of them Sophie and one of them <laughs> Melanie. <laughs> How fast were you going, Annie? Well, I wasn't going that fast, but my uh, tag had also expired. Oh, well, sure. So I got one for speeding and one for an expired tag. Meanwhile, I was dying laughing at the podcast. So it feels like a full circle moment. Sure it is. Hey, it's redemptive. What? um, It's redemptive. What? um, Were you in Atlanta or were you in Nashville? Yeah, I was still in Marietta. No, no, no. I was still in Marietta. I mean, this was like maybe 2000. How long have y'all been doing this? I probably, Uh this was probably 2006 or 2007. Okay. I think since 2007. Yeah. I mean, it was way, it was before we had even met at She Speaks. Okay. But I was like, well, I blame these two bloggers that I listened to. Before, before you even um, introduced me to Dave Barnes. That's right. Oh, Dave Barnes. Dave Barnes. Hilarious, man. Okay. Well, um, I'm I'm just, I'm glad then you're here and and there are no tickets. Um, You do not have to pay any fines. You just have (laughs) to endure some really annoying technical difficulties. (laughs) Well, the cost was much lower than my double speeding ticket. (laughs) Good for you, Annie Dance. Hey, listen, I love you, and I'm so proud of you, and I can't wait for the book tomorrow. I appreciate it. I'm grateful for y'all. Okay, we'll talk to you. All right, talk to you later. Okay, bye. I was thinking, you know what? I was thinking I was going to, this is my early morning brain because I thought I'm going to make a little joke about Annie's book because she had to call it, let's all be brave instead of let us be brave because then people might think it's about vegetables. (laughs) Let us be brave. (laughs) You could have a diet book called let us be brave. You could, you could, a call to a vegetarian lifestyle. That's it. Let us be brave. I think that's good. I, I hate that she can't hear that. I should have recorded Annie going, oh, Melanie, you are hysterical. <laughs> that is so funny. That is you are so funny, so funny at 9.32 a.m. Also, I kind of wanted this morning, this is when I was, you know, before I got sidetracked and derailed by the fact that we couldn't record everybody at one time, yes. which... Should I go to a class or something? I mean, you'd think after seven years, we'd have a few of these things ironed out. But well, um, we don't have a lot of guests. Back when we used to have Travis on, we and, were doing it through like the iChat or something. Yeah, it was so, a whole different deal. Yeah. But um, anyway, I wanted to I wanted to tell you beforehand that we needed to use our soft voices. And, oh. and um, which, by the way, you know, I was with Emma Kate. Um, this past week when I, we, I went to Mississippi and we were in the car and sometimes mm-hmm. when Emma Kate is telling you something real serious, she gets kind of soft and she talks a little bit down here. And okay. finally on the way, we were on the way back to Tupelo after mm-hmm. we left the thing we went to and, um, and she was telling me something like real serious. And I finally went, I can't hear you. Like, 
You're gonna have to speak up because I can't. I can't hear what you're saying. <laughs> oh, it's like that. Remember in Saint Elmo's Fire? I always remember that mom that would whisper anytime she had to say something yes. bad that she'd be like, and then he was there, and he's in prison. Yeah. Like it was that. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. My mama and Martha uh, both do that, by the way. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. God. That makes me laugh. Like, they might hear you. They mm-hmm. might hear you talking about them around the dinner table. And if I you know. whisper in prison, maybe they won't remember that they were in prison. I know. Well, I, I just, Emma Kate was very, she was really intense about what she was doing. <laughs> I mean, I was struggling. I turned down the volume on the radio. <laughs> like, I turned down the air. I was, I was trying so hard. But she's used to, with three kids, she has to tell things sometimes. Yeah. So that everything can't, everybody can't hear. Gully and I were having this discussion this week about how used to when the kids were little, we could have like in the car, it could be time to catch up on a phone conversation. But now you can't really do that because you can't talk about anything in front of your kids unless you want to know that they are going to repeat every word of it back to you at some point or ask you all the details. So unless you're willing to come up with some elaborate thing where you make up fake names and fake scenarios. Yes. So that they don't know what you're talking about. You can't really have a real conversation. No. I was trying to talk to my sister on the phone the other day about something. And I, I told Alex to go walk Hazel. Like, so mm-hmm. he would so he would be gone for the conversation. Because mm-hmm. it, it was just a conversation he did not need to hear. Yes. He comes back in. And, I mean, he plants himself. He sits right here on this couch mm-hmm. in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And after a few minutes, I looked at my sister. I mean, I, no, I didn't look at her. But I said to my sister... Uh, he's, he, he just walked in here and he's nodding. And yeah. I said, Alex has sat down um, because he is trying to figure out what we're talking about. And he said, yes, ma'am. He said, I missed the first part, but I'm going to sit here and figure out the second. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he's up front about his motives. I know. I know. Oh, but it makes me think about when I was in high school and at church on Sunday mornings because I was so spiritual. Right. Sure. My youth group friends and I would pass notes back and forth, but we developed a whole elaborate system where everyone was assigned a country mm-hmm. that represented a different person. So, like, if they were to pick up our bulletin after church, they would see that we were worried about Uganda finding peace in Switzerland. Sure, yes. And whether or not Austria was going to come to camp and be yeah. with Germany. Yes, And maybe did we think that Africa and Argentina might end up together, Mm -hmm. you know, so it was Mm -hmm. like we were having a political discussion, but we, but you think that took a lot of effort to come up with that. I know we had a system too in high school. We had a little system with, with different, um, school where we, I can't remember exactly what we did, but we had a, everybody had a code essentially. And so, so it was all very mysterious if anybody had picked up a note, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, which, you know, I guess is smart. I mean. Anyway. Well, and I've kind of come to the thing where I just figure, unless it's like an adult situation that we're talking about, I just say it, you know, I just figure, yes, not a lot of hope, but a lot of big mysteries in this house anyway. So we'll yeah, just talk I about know. it after if we need to. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And usually it's more of a matter of being able to talk. We're still working on interrupting. So like I can mm-hmm. be in the middle of something and then Caroline is standing there and standing there and it turns out that she... I don't know, needs to know if the puppy's water needs to be refilled or, you know, something urgent. Something very important. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, 
we're working on that. She's still asleep right now. Which oh, is, she is. Yes. I'm, well, I had told her, you know, she's going to camp on Wednesday. And so I told her that we were really going to be on a schedule this week to mm-hmm. get her used to the camp routine. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't know. It's 937 and she's still asleep. I'll probably, I'll go wake her up after this is over if she doesn't wake up in the meantime. So how will she wake herself up at camp? Will she have to set her phone, like set an alarm? Yeah, they said to bring an alarm clock. And then I think somebody comes and like wakes them up. And then she'll have, I mean, she shares like, it's like a suite. So she'll be in there with some friends. And so um, I guess they just all like each other up. I don't know. Okay. So, I mean, this is, she's going to get to, it's going to be, she's going to be like a real live kind of grown up mm-hmm. this week. Mm-hmm. That's good. So, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. Okay. There was, I've got a whole, I had a list of stuff that I wanted to ask you about and I, it's over on the table, like where I can't get to oh, it. Okay. Um, yeah. You're just going to remember it. Well, I'm going to try. Um, or you could walk over to the table. Well, I've, I mean, I've I know got, it's I've early. Got this, I've, got the, I've got this elaborate setup with because I sat down on the couch so Hazel could sit by me if she wanted to. So I've got oh, the gotcha. computer on top of a pillow and the mic. Like if I if I get up, the whole the whole assembly is crashing down. All right, so Alex brought me my list, so I'm good. I'm okay. so nice. Yeah, you're so nice. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. Uh-huh. It's the house of cards you got going on over yeah, there. Yeah, it is. Okay, so here was here was one of my. This was one of the things that I put down on the um on the list. Um, I guess I saw your post this morning about beach or lake. Yes. I'm so beach. Oh, I knew you would be. Mm-hmm. I knew without a doubt. I didn't have to even question. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's kind of our dream. I mean, I, I mean, yes. besides impacting the world for Christ, of course. Yeah. Uh, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Sure. Yeah. Um, it's just, cause I always feel like I always, you know, I always feel shallow when I say that, but that really is like to have a place at the beach is, mm-hmm. it's, it really is. I don't have a lot of dreams, but, mm-hmm. but I would classify that as, as one. Yes, I think beach for me, here's, I've gone back and forth. I would not want a beach house necessarily because I feel like, you know, you hear about everybody, like our friends down there, it's the salt water is so corrosive right. that then you have to replace like your air conditioning every five years. And then you have to worry about everything resting and you've got it. It just seems like a lot of the paint peels off. So it's like, it's an expensive proposition to maintain a beach house. Mm-hmm. So not I only just do you want have a to condo. Buy, I don't want a house. I just want a condo. That's. Yeah, that's what I thought. If I could have a condo somewhere, I think that would be a different deal. And then I probably would choose the beach because as a family, you know, we always go spend a week in the summer at the beach. Whereas, and Perry, no question, would want a beach house. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lake house for me has like fond memories because my grandparents had a lake house when I was growing up and we loved going to the lake house, you know, like floating out on the dock and the whole thing. And like in the fall, I always liked like we'd spend Thanksgiving at the lake house. And I always liked that too. Like the, but, but anyway, I was torn. No, I mean, I had like, you know, Chuck and Joe had a lake house when, when I was growing up and so we went out there a ton and, um, and she's actually in transition with that right now. And Paige and I were talking the other day. It's like, it's kind of sad. It's like the end of an era almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but here's the thing. Like, I don't ever want to touch the bottom of a lake. You know what I mean? Oh, mm-hmm, for sure. So yeah. the lake um, house for me is more about the furniture and the sort of the, the, the cooking out and the sunsets and that kind of stuff. But I don't necessarily care anything about getting in that water as an adult. Yes. And I, I do have to agree with that. Cause I was, even as a kid, I was always a little like that first, like jump in, you'd be like, yeah, you know, like you just, 
I don't know. Mm-hmm. And this, this, when I was there on Friday, which it was a lovely lake, it's a big, it's, it's like LBJ, which is a huge lake north of us. And, um, and it's a lovely house and the whole thing. But then we were all out on the dock. And so it was kind of that you could climb down a ladder and it just had a rocky bottom. So I actually stood for probably one of the first times in my life on the bottom of the lake because it was real shallow. Like it only came up to about my waist mm-hmm. and you would be standing on the rocky bottom. But then I kept noticing all these turtles kept popping oh, up. See? And that made me real nervous because I thought a turtle doesn't know not to swim right up to this ladder. Mm-hmm. And like, what? I don't want to be in the vicinity of a turtle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I see. I, I don't want I don't want fish brushing against my mm-hmm. legs. I know that can happen in the ocean too, and also sharks. Yes, but jolly yes. fish. You know, a ton of people here have. I mean, like we're surrounded by lakes, and so mm-hmm. a ton of people here have lake houses, and a lot of Alex's friends' parents have lake houses and you know they go down there on the weekends and i think that's awesome to have like a getaway but i also yeah. thought with the lake you got to have the boat you got to have the sea do you got to have that that's true you know there's a lot of and and like chalk and joe had a they had a ski boat and then they had a pontoon yeah so like there's just there's a lot of maintenance i mean you really i think have to be passionate about lake living for it to be enjoyable whereas the beach i feel like you can get a condo and yeah you have you know stuff that comes up Yes. But you just go out to the beach. You can just enjoy the beach. That's okay. All right. I think maybe you've swayed me. I think you're right. Now I'm sitting here thinking about it because you are right. I think that because I had just been at the lake and like we did take a little like evening cruise in the boat and, you know, just looked at all the houses Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, it was, but um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Beach. My people were for sure. No question. I mean, Caroline and Perry, if we were to say, Hey, we have all this extra money sitting around, let's do something with it. Sure. It would be a beach house. The, um, the, I'm also thinking like, I think if your husband is passionate about boating, then that would make the lake house fine with David not being passionate about boating. I just sort of have visions of me out in the middle of a lake, like, you know, with a flooded boat, trying to figure out how to get it back in. I don't Yes. Know. Having yes. to call him on the phone. You know, I just, it just might not be. Yeah. Might not and be we, my favorite. And we did have that problem because my friend who was driving the, the boat, um, when it came time to bring it back home that evening and she had to like dock it, I think we had to make about 10 circles to like come around and try to hit it at the right angle because yes. it was windy and like we couldn't get it back in the little boat dock part and there were all these like young guys at the next house over who were watching us very mm-hmm. intently mm-hmm. and you know which we said that's the beauty of being a 40 something year old woman had we been like in our 20s we'd have been mortified, mortified. Really, we didn't we didn't care what they thought about us we were on our cruise and we were having a hard time getting our boat in and we're 40 and we'll own that it's yeah. fine and why didn't they get their tails over there and help y'all that's what i wanted. Well, because they were too busy drinking their mm-hmm. whatever they had and hanging out. So okay, so we've decided be- we've decided beach house okay. with, with the imaginary money. Yes, mm-hmm. that is going to show up. So we've solved that problem. Okay, next. Well, I'm, I'm so glad. Next. Okay, so this was the other thing I was thinking about. <laughs> what? All right. So because um, I've really given this some thought lately. All right. So I haven't you know I haven't been cooking a whole lot for a lot no. of reasons. Mm-mm. But I, I did say, I mean, <clears throat> not to pat myself on the back, but Friday night, I, I, I did a good job. Like okay, I, good for you. I know I did a, I did a roast, I did carrots and potatoes. I made a squash casserole. Wow. I cooked, I cooked, um, baby lima beans. I roasted Brussels sprouts. Like I wanted vegetables. I mean, like yes. you, I, I can't even explain. And it was delicious. Mm-hmm. I think especially because we hadn't had anything like that in a long time. We ate, we ate that food all weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, okay, so I think probably two or three years ago, I was I was on a kick with black beans, sweet potatoes, and avocados. Those were like yes. my three superfoods. Mm-hmm. But I, I decided this morning that it's changed. Oh. Okay. So I was going to ask you if you had any, um, if you had any superfoods, like, are there, is there anything that you cannot get enough of right now? Like that you crave all the time, you know what it is for me. And I put it on my blog last week is that, that peach and tomato salad. Okay. Gotcha. I'm loving that right now. Like I made it last week and then my friend Amy made it while we were at the lake cause she had seen the recipe. And then I made it again last night, Perry grilled fish last night, which was mm. delicious by the way. And we had that, but I can't get enough of that right now because one of Perry's customers, Perry elderly couple that he did landscaping for several years ago. And he still goes over there from time to time because now they'll call him just to change a light bulb or sure. whatever. Yeah. And so he'll go do that, which is very sweet. And he doesn't let them, pay him anything but they send us a we always get some sort of fruit basket Mm -hmm. from them they send us and so this week they just sent us these georgia peaches which Mm. may be the best thing i've ever had in in Mm -hmm. my life i mean they are so i mean they're like perfect like they're just the right amount of ripeness or whatever so i have been eating those by themselves and then i've been doing my peach and tomato salad and it's my favorite thing ever okay tell me roughly what the recipe is for the peach and tomato salad this (laughs) this sounds like something i would get addicted to and david would hate yes perry actually likes it caroline loves it um it's okay. So you do a balsamic reduction. So you do a third yes. cup of balsamic vinegar and you just cook it down for about 15 minutes. Yeah. I burned, um, I burned some a couple of weeks ago, by the way, trying to do that for Brussels sprouts mm. and couldn't get the smell in my house for about four days. I was going to say it'll, it'll, it's, it's a strong smell. Mm-hmm. Um, so you do that and then you just cut up peaches and you cut up tomatoes and then you can do the original recipe called for burrata cheese, which is like yes. a mozzarella. I can't find burrata at my normal HEB. I'm mm-hmm. sure they have it at Central Market, but that's a lot of effort. So I just do mozzarella and then you just cut it up and then basil and then fresh basil and you chop it and just mix it all together. And then you drizzle that balsamic reduction and then you refrigerate it for like 15 minutes. And it's so, I can't mm. even tell you how good it is. It's so fresh and good and delightful. Are you using like heirloom tomatoes or regular tomatoes or what are you using there? Well, I've done both. I bought some heirloom tomatoes at the grocery store one time, but then our neighbors have a garden and they just had little cherry tomatoes. Mm. And so yesterday I just cut up, they brought us over probably like 50 of those. And so I just cut those up since they were fresh. Cause you know, I think a fresh garden tomato can be any sort of store-bought tomato mm-hmm. any day of the oh, week. Me too. Yeah. So I cut those up and put those in it. But really, it would be good with any tomato. But it's amazing to me how the peach and the tomato, like, blend together so seamlessly. Mm -hmm. That's nature. Yes, it is. And I even thought you could probably even add maybe some blueberries in there. Mm. And that might be good, too. Um, And I bet goat cheese would be good, too, in addition to the the mozzarella or the burrata cheese. Yes, yes. I think it would be, too. And now, I made a cheese ball to take to the lake that was delicious. I'd never made a cheese ball before, and it was really good. What'd you do? Well, it was just cream cheese and um, a little bit of sour cream and then some cheddar cheese and some Parmesan cheese, and then you did a little bit of cayenne and some, did it have, it didn't have Worcestershire. Oh, and then cranberries and then dried cranberries. Oh, I don't have problems with any of that. And it was delicious. I mean, like, just, just like, spread on a cracker. Like, we ate that up. It was very good. I ate cheese and crackers for supper last night. I love, you know, it's hard to oh, beat cheese and crackers. It really is. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So I hadn't even talked about my, what my, my superfoods. Yes. What is your, what is your superfood? Okay. So summer? one is watermelon. I cannot, there's, there's not yes. enough watermelon 
for me. Like I, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know, last summer I got on that watermelon and feta salad with the balsamic reduction on it. And, um, yes. and so th- that's why I burned the balsamic a couple of weeks ago. I was making that, um, a fried mm-hmm. egg for some reason right now is so good to me. Oh, interesting. Okay. A fried egg. And I've always okay. liked fried eggs, but like right now they're one of my favorite things in life, a fried egg. I don't know why. Okay. And then do you put deep salt? Do you just salt and pepper it? What do you do? Yeah, with the I just salt and pepper it, and I like it a little okay. runny, not too runny, okay. but just a little runny. Mm-hmm. And, and okay. I don't know why, but I, I adore them right now. And then um, and Brussels sprouts. Mmm. Okay. All right. I think I was on a Brussels sprout kick. I think I'm off them now. Okay. Well, you know, here's the thing with Brussels sprouts. They still make your house stink up a storm when you cook them. I know. They do. They do. But when they char a little bit and, oh, I just, I just love them. And, and, and I think it was, you know, I've been on asparagus for a long time and it was, it was time for me to transition into something new. So yeah, it's the Brussels sprout. I just, David does not like them at all. Alex and I both really like them, but he does not care for them. Okay. Yeah. Perry, Perry likes them. Okay. Caroline doesn't like them at all. Um, but Alex and I will, and I finally have, have gotten, yeah, we've tried for a few years when I make squash, Alex will always try it, but he hadn't really loved it. But something has, has switched this summer where like he loves squash. And so, mm-hmm. um, so I feel like we're really, we're in a good place with our vegetables because okay, squash is another one of those, um, another one of those things that I can't really get enough of right now. Yeah, now I do love squash. My mama used to make the best squash. She always had it. It was just real buttery when mm-hmm. she'd make it, and like with some pepper. And oh man, yeah, I haven't had. See, now I'm gonna have to make some squash. Yeah. I love squash. There's not much yeah. better than just. Uh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so there, there you have it. So I'm gonna have yeah. some watermelon when when we finish doing this. In fact. Okay. Well, I may have one of my peaches. So we have not really like we've cooked. I feel I feel like Perry. He really, I'm going to be honest, I think he's gotten the raw into the steel because he's working really hard right now. And he also has done a lot of the cooking. But I think he's gone fishing a couple of times. And so when he has, the fish is his category. Yes. So, like, he's fried it. Like, I think one night last week we had fried fish. And then last night he did grilled fish. And it was Mm. so good. And then um, I think, and then Tuesday night, he was like, I'll cook burgers on Tuesday night. So, cause it's the grilling, you know, and I'm not yeah. going to grill. So. I like to grill. I have discovered. I don't, I, wait, is my email on? I'm so sorry. Let me turn myself. I didn't even it, hear it. It just dinged. Oh, well, I, you can't hear it on this end. Okay. Um, I, 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 you know, I thought last week, I thought I may go get me one of those big green eggs. Well, I hear people love them. I do too. And I I like to, like, you know, I just like to cook and I, mm-hmm. I always let David grill, but now it's kind of gotten to where I like to kind of get supper ready and not be cooking when he gets home. Mm-hmm. And so, um, because, you know, we have our, we have a little routine where we, we kind of sit down when he gets home for a little bit before supper. And so I like for supper to be done. Mm-hmm. And so the grilling ends up being like a thing where he comes to the door and then I, I sort of hand him like a big tray of meat and say, all right, go outside. Yes. yes. So I, I don't know. Last year I just started grilling it and discovered that I really liked it. And so... I don't know. I've kind well, of thought about maybe that that may be that may be something that I look into doing. Okay, but y'all have a gas grill, right? Yeah, so we don't do charcoal, and um, because I don't know that we used to, and then we did the gas grill, and that's just easier for me. 
Mm-hmm. Well, that's my whole thing is we have charcoal. And so the whole thing, you know, and one time Perry told me he was coming home from somewhere and he was like, well, you go ahead and start the fire. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I built the whole fire on top of the grate. Yes. Like I piled up all yes. the charcoal and so yes. he came home and there was a raging fire on top of the grate. Yes. And so that's my grill skills are limited is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. That, that's the only reason I can do it is, is mm-hmm. because, you know, I'm, um, I'm pretty much just like hitting the switch and then flipping a burnt some burners on. So yeah, yeah. I don't, so, so maybe I don't need the bit. Maybe I just need to like. Maybe I just need to get me a nicer gas grill. I don't know. I don't know. I hear people love the big green egg. I don't really know enough about them, but I've heard that like people love to cook pizzas on them, and then I've mm-hmm. heard like turkey's really good mm-hmm. cooked on them. I don't know. Well, I mean, maybe you could you could get it and take it to your beach house. <laughs> I could. <laughs> Maybe I could take it to my pretend beach house. Yes. I think that sounds lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'll, I can promise you when we go to the beach this year, it will start something in us and we will get online and we will start to look at condos. And, yes. um, and then that will last for about five to eight minutes and then we will close mm-hmm. the computer. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, it's fun to kind of think about it sometimes. Well, it is. Hey, um, you know, SEC Media Days, or maybe, I think you probably know that SEC Media Days for football started here today today in Birmingham. I did know that. I did know that just because I've already checked my good bull hunting blog this morning. Well, I almost, this past weekend, I almost um, texted my friend who works for the SEC to see if I could take Alex the day that Dan Mullen is there. Yes. But I just, ultimately, I decided that it would be a lot of a lot of effort to get over there for, for Alex just to pretty much see Dak Prescott from across the room. You know what I mean? Cause you can't, you can't really get to people. And so it's not like, you know, you can sit down and say, so coach Mullen, how are things? How's the family? Yes, I know. I know. Um, but I do think it would be really fun to go to sometime. Well, I texted Daphne earlier. I was probably at some point <clears throat> in the weekend and I said, I cannot remember a time when expectations for the Bulldogs have been higher. And this frightens me to my very core. Mm-hmm. Like, cause mm-hmm. we don't, we, we don't need expectations. We, we need to be underdogs. We need to be underestimated. We need to be like the low guy on the totem pole who can maybe surprise some people. Mm-hmm. I know it's, it's, uh, yeah, I think it's hard that, well, that was like us last year. I mean, expectations were super high and then we really did not meet our expectations last year. But because, then look at Auburn, you know, look at Auburn. Well, last that's year. true. You know, it, I mean, no expectations. Just, nope. Just goes to show everybody thought Auburn was going to be nothing. And there you have it. So, um, yeah, you just, you never know. You never can tell. I mean, I'm real worried, you know, about a and I'm not worried about our offense. I'm real worried about our defense. But mm-hmm. And we're going to find out quick because we play South Carolina right out of the gate. Which oh, wow. I know. I hate to have my season. I mean, if we win, that's great. But it's kind of – it's nice to open with like a Louisiana Tech or something. Where yeah. you just – you know, it's nice to kind of so – because then the dream can live for at least a couple of weeks. Like, oh, this could be our season. But, I mean – if, if Spurrier beats us right off the bat, then you're kind of like, well, okay, that's good. That's nice while it lasted. That's going to be a lot of swagger on one field between Steve Spurrier and Kevin Sumlin. Don't that, you think that, so? That's going to be a lot of visor action uh-huh. on, on one field. Uh-huh. A lot of, lot of gum chewing. A lot, lot of gum of chewing. Wearing. Yeah, a lot of, lot of headset frustration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be real interesting to see. So, anyway... 
so that's that's that. But I'm excited about it. I always get excited this time of year because that's the that's the upside of summer ending is that college football season is nigh. I know. I'm so excited. But, you know, Alex starts football practice in like three weeks. And oh. I know. And I told him today, I was like, do, are you, do you feel like you are mentally prepared for how hot it's going to be? I mean, uh, like, I know. I know. I mean, that's did we quit recording by any chance? No. Uh-uh, why? Okay, I don't know. I heard a bong, bong, and I thought maybe that meant something. I don't know. It looks like it's still recording. Okay, all right. Sorry. Um, yeah, it's going to be, well, Caroline had soccer camp or like soccer like practice last week from 530 to 8 at night. And I mean, you should have seen, I was packing that child off like she was, I mean, we took a cooler with an ice pack with one of the frog togs with a Mr. Bottle full of like frozen water and then her thing full of frozen water. I mean, it's so hot. Yeah, I know. It's awful. I mean, ugh. So, which, but I just think they're kids. They're more resilient than we are. I know. You're exactly right. They are. And, but I, there was like, I left, I was writing at Panera day before yesterday and, um, and I had to leave because it got so hot. Not, I mean, they had the air on, but it was like, you know, it's, there's tons of windows in the front of that place mm-hmm. and the sun was coming across the parking lot. And like, I, I just, I was burning. Uh, mm-hmm. and then I got in my 106 degree car mm-hmm. and, you know, I just like, this is, this is. This is the time when the when the when the um the bloom is off the rose of summer for me. Yes, yes, yes. I agree. It just gets hot, and I and I think it gets depressing because this is when I go, God, it's so hot, and we still have all of August and really all of September before it cools down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like we have a long way to go. We have miles to go before we sleep. I know, and I feel like this summer has has been uh, I don't know. It's just it's been way too fast, and we're going to be back at school way too soon. Yes, I agree. But it feels like that every year. Like I'm like, which I kind of keep reminding, you know, we didn't get out till June 6th. And so we still have, we don't go back till August 26th, I think. So we still have a lot of summer left, but I just know we've got, we, we have a lot of things on the back end of our summer gully and I still have the road trip with the kids coming up. I mean, so all that will make it go by fast. Um, okay. So where are y'all going this year? Do y'all know? Um, yes, we're going to go to Houston. Okay. Is our, our first destination, but we are going to stop on the way to Houston at the ZDT Amusement Park in Seguin, Texas. It's okay. a family-owned amusement park. Okay. All right. Sure. Um, so we don't know anything about it. It looks fun online. So we're going to we're gonna do that. I think we may go to Galveston one day once we get to Houston and spend a day at the beach. Um, and then we aren't really sure because the road trip, we may have to cut it short because Jackson may have some baseball stuff he has to come back and do. Mm-hmm. And then we get into having to board the puppies and how many nights we want to do that because yes. then Perry's leaving. And so it's, it's, you know, it's all more complicated than it used to be. I know that's kind of sad. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. So we'll, we haven't totally figured out the tail end, but for sure we'll head to Houston as part of it. And then there's like supposedly some new drive-in movie theater in Houston. So we thought like take the kids to like the drive-in movies might be fun. Oh, that would be fun. Mm-hmm. Do you well, get to leave your air on during a drive-in movie? Well, I think that kind of is what we're trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. That's what we're re- I don't want to go sit out and sweat and uh, watch, you know. Transformers or whatever it is we'd go see. So we've got to figure that out. Yeah, that's always like the drive in movie always sounds fun to me. But mm-hmm. hey, hold on one second. I'm trying to see what Hazel's doing. Okay. All right. Sorry. This is what this is what my life has become. No, that's okay. That's all right. I understand. Okay, that's what you're here. The hearing. puppies. Um, I'm trying to rest my microphone on the computer, but you know it has a stand because it's fancy and um well, so I think yeah. it was sitting on a key. Um, okay. Okay. So, so tell me about the puppies. What's going on with them? 
Um, they really have kind of settled in, I feel like. I mean, they've been pretty good um, the last couple of days. Now, Mabel, we had a little incident last week where we went to leave to take, I went to leave to take Caroline to soccer practice, and Mabel just went bolting out of our back gate and flying down the street. Oh, my. And so we had, I know, so we had to run after her screaming. But I did tell Caroline I was pretty impressed because she almost caught her. And Mabel is super fast, uh-huh. so I said that was almost like her conditioning for soccer that night. That mm-hmm. She almost caught Mabel. Um, but other than that, they've been pretty. I mean, I feel like they've been they've been pretty low. I mean, they're they've starting to kind of figure things out. Like they don't bark as much in the backyard as they used to. Like I feel like they're settling in a little bit. Uh huh. Uh huh. What about what about Hazel? Well, we we've decided that when we boarded her when we went to California. Mm-hmm. That it, that it left her with some post-traumatic stress. Like, oh, and, no. and I don't know if it was because, you know, she, like, we got her back. She, she had like a, a bladder infection. Then she had a terrible cold. God. And, um, and, but more than anything, like she is just on guard all the time. And she is so fine if she's with the three of us, mm-hmm. but it's like, we're the only people she wants to be with. Like she, you know, she, and she's sweet when when she gets used to somebody else being here, but like just everything is an imminent threat. And so anyway, so we're, we're trying to, you know, to help her a little bit, but she just, she, she adores us, but, Mm -hmm. but she is iffy on the rest of the population. Yes. Yes. Ours are, I mean, ours are like that. I mean, they're, they're real now Piper, not so much, but like Mabel, she isn't interested in making any new friends. Yeah. Like she, is not really, she's going to be leery. I mean, even my parents who come by here all the time, like she kind of always looks at them. She gives them the side eye, mm-hmm. you know, like she's not real sure why they're here or what they're doing. And she's probably glad when they leave, you know, like, so I think that's a, some dogs I think are just more possessive of their people. Yeah. She's not mean, but she just mm-hmm. like, she, that, we're just, she wants to be with us. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that is all, that is all she needs. So yeah. Yeah, she's just a little possessive. I know she is. Yeah. Um, but anyway, but she's sweet, and I, you know, and like I really, I was, I was writing at Starbucks yesterday afternoon, and um, a girl came up with her dog, and they were sitting outside, and it made me miss her, and I wanted to come home. You know, like oh, I just, yes. So yes, I know I miss them. That's it. Those fools. It's like I'll be, you know. <laughs> I'm kind of like, God, oh, it's kind of nice. And then I'm like, oh, I wonder how the puppies are. Because I thought that when I was at the lake, I was like, well, now I miss my family and I miss the dogs. Mm-hmm. Isn't that funny? Yeah, I know. I know. So what's going on? It seems like I had something, but now I can't. I got yeah, nothing. I, I, just, I just sit in front of a computer most days and try to come up with words. That's That's my whole life right now. Well, I know, but you're at the tail end. You're so close. I know. I am getting close. I just feel like it's like I told you last night. I feel like... The closer I get to the end, the more I remember I haven't done. You, you know what I mean? Like, I, yes. but, but, but I am, I'm close. I'm, I'm close. And I hope by the end of this week that I am a whole lot closer, if not wrapping her up. So, yes, yes, I know you're, you're so close. In the meantime, I've, I've been just reading books. I've just been reading, reading, <laughs> reading. Not so much the writing, but real busy with all the reading of the books. I haven't read anything since I read, I read the Mindy Kaling book, which I loved. Yes. um, Hilarious. And then I downloaded, several people have recommended that book called Quiet to me about the power of introverts or something. Yes. Yes. I downloaded that the other day because it was like $2.99 on Kindle, but I haven't read it yet. Okay. Well, maybe when you have some power, some downtime, you can read it. I know. Maybe when I'm able to, yes, when I'm able to be fully introverted, I will be able to. 
Um, I think I told you this. I don't know where I read this. Somebody linked to it on Facebook or something, but it was an article about how when you're a little introverted and when you do something that's kind of creative mm-hmm. about how, um, and I think you're the same way. It was all about how if you're introverted and you do something creative, like even something like a phone call can completely mm-hmm. derail your day. Like yes. About yes. how, like if you've got a day where you think like I'm going to write, but you have a phone call scheduled for say 10, mm-hmm. then, then that's it. You're done. And I thought that is totally me. Like, yes, that is yes. totally me. That was the Nestor. Didn't it? Wasn't that her post? Oh Isn't yeah, that- it was the Nestor. Mm-hmm. It was that article that she linked to. Cause mm-hmm. I thought that, that, that's it. Like I feel crazy when I'm like that. Yeah. But it was kind of like, I knew we were going to podcast today. And then I thought this morning, I thought, well, we might as well run errands because like, yeah. if I'm going to do that one thing, I might as well knock out several. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I'm not going to get anything else. Done. I'm not going to get anything else done as mm-hmm. opposed to like, you know, 4th of July, right. in that, that week when I went mm-hmm. to the hotel for a couple of days yes, and had no distractions and was just unbelievably productive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It takes, it's blocks of time. I mm-hmm. think that's the whole thing is it's blocks of time. I can't just say, Oh, I've got a free hour to do something. And I can't, and I had thought all summer that I would try to get stuff done. Like in the mornings, like Caroline and I usually like, we're just kind of getting up, like we're pretty slow to start our day in Mm -hmm. the summer. So I thought, well, I'll just go in my room and write until like noon every day. And that'll be a couple of hours. No, that hadn't happened. That doesn't happen because I need, I need, number one, I can't be at my house. And number two, I need total like quiet and feel like there's absolutely no distractions. I know, but I feel so high maintenance that I'm like that. Mm -hmm. And I do know people who will say like, I'm going to write for two hours this morning. And then that's, and then they can write for two hours and put it aside. I cannot, it takes me a good hour or an hour and a half just to get in. I'm sure people are so interested in this, by the way, this must be riveting. It's fascinating. Uh But it does. It takes me an hour and a half, like to even get into it. Like to Mm -hmm. even sort of start the process. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. I know. I'm saying because I have to check, make sure I've seen everything on Twitter. I need to make sure that I've checked Facebook. Mm -hmm. I need to read a blog post. I need to, you know, look up something because I'm making some obscure. I've got some song lyrics in my head. I need to know what song that's from. Yeah, I totally get it. So um, if I spent nearly as much time writing as I did procrastinating about writing, I would have written several novels by now. That's exactly right. Me too. Mm -hmm. I will tell you what I have come to in the last, because I think I have been reading so much this summer, Mm -hmm. which to me, once you write a book, I feel like I have a whole new appreciation for other authors Mm -hmm. because you know what goes into that. Like it's not just slapping some words on a page, you know? Um, But the fiction thing just floors me. I have read some really good fiction books this summer and I feel like it's given me a whole new, like, how do you come up with that whole story in your head? Yes. It's not true. It's fascinating to me. I know. Well, you know, my friend Ann and I have had this conversation a good bit because she writes fiction and, Mm -hmm. um, and I'm just like, I don't know how you got to make up the people and like, you got to figure out who they are and, and what they like and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And um, I don't know. It just kind of blows my mind. It's crazy. I think it's fascinating. Yeah, to come up with a whole story and then to keep it straight. And then when they bring home all these details in the end where you're like, well, how did you know to do that? Like to bring that around to all those people and that it was going to be, that was going to be the way it all ended. And I don't know. It's just, I've, I've developed a new appreciation for it. I don't think I could ever do it. You would have to, you would have to have a really... I would, I would imagine a really kind of 
detailed map, not just like a chapter outline, like what we do, but like mm-hmm. a, a pretty good map for, mm-hmm. for where you're going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would have to, because you can't, it's not like you can say, well, this is what really, because with ours, I feel like you always come back to, like, I may exaggerate or something may not be exactly, you know, because you're just doing the, what you can remember from however right. long ago. Yeah. But by the same token, it's that whole thing of that you, but you're like, well, it's my story. So it ultimately is going to always come back to, well, this is what happened because I was there. So this is what happened. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, which is how I said I wanted to end a chapter last week. I wished I could just wrap it up by saying, and so that's what happened. Yeah. I, I know. And there you have you it. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there, I feel like ending something like that is the hardest. Last summer, I read Beautiful Ruins, which I did not care for at all. Um, but I did have to appreciate it. I'm like, this, there was a lot of research that went into this book. Right. You know? So, you know, we've got to give them that. I just did not care for the book itself. Uh, what's that book about? I don't even know what that is. It was a fiction book. It was on New York Times, like this time last summer. And it's about, it all takes place in like a little place in Italy where, and it takes place during the filming of Cleopatra. And so it inserts okay. like Richard Burton. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm done. Check, yeah. please. All right. Check. Thank you. Um, that, but everybody here, here's was what that tells about me. it. They were in Europe. There was no air conditioning. It was hot. And there were lots of heavy costumes. Yeah. Well, yeah, probably, but it's not really about the filming. It's about an actress who was on the set, and then she was supposedly, it's all fiction, but it's based on, like, what could be, I guess, a real scenario. I just did not care for it at all. Okay, I, gotcha. I, I, it just, yeah, it just, the story kind of dry. I didn't care for it. So, but obviously a lot of other people liked it, so what do I know? Well, the heart wants what it wants. Right. Your heart did not That's want glorious exactly. ruins. No, it didn't. Beautiful ruins or beautiful oh, ruins. Glorious, but, beautiful. Yeah, glorious and beautiful. Yeah, didn't want either. I didn't want either. I didn't want any ruins. Okay, didn't so want any ruins. This morning I got sidetracked um, and somehow ended up watching a short video about Jessica Simpson's wedding. Yes, and um, well, um, her dress was really pretty, but but here here was my big takeaway. It showed some footage of her. I guess it was her reception. Mm-hmm. My goodness, people go all out these days. I, mean, I agree. My word! It I mean it was gorgeous. It looked like mm-hmm. it looked like she had been dropped in the land of hydrangeas. I mean, it was just <laughs> it was unbelievably beautiful. I I just it was it looked to me it was very elaborate. It was very um, very lavish. Yes, yes. Well, and you. Yeah, and and but I think her first wedding was also very lavish. Probably so. I don't see. I don't remember no. that one because I guess I didn't know who they were at the time, or I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe I didn't. I didn't see anything. But I mean, this was like this was. This I mean, was didn't something. they do flashbacks? I feel like I saw flashbacks on newlyweds. I remember seeing remember flashbacks we of the sanct of the sanctuary. Yeah, of the sanctuary during mm-hmm. newlyweds. I do. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I, I was a little yeah. I was a little taken aback. Well, um, Pinterest has Pinterest has really upped the wedding ante. I agree. I agree. It's as it has with everything. It's upped a lot of ante, and I laughed because Gully said this yesterday. I have to give Gully credit for this because this is her words, not mine. But we were laughing because she was saying she her sister has younger kids, and she was saying that it's that whole thing of that Pinterest has turned things into occasions and holidays that were never meant to be. Like the first time you jump in your pool for the summer, that you have to pose with a flamingo and have a sign that says "first pool day of summer," and that's not a real thing. Right? That's, no, it's not a real thing. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. No. 
Mm-hmm. But it turns a lot of things into occasions that feel like they need to be marked that never were intended to be marked. I yeah. wonder if we are not creating a world where our children are the stars of their very own movies. Yes, yes, I agree. It's a lot of having to document. And I wonder if, are we missing the joy of the real moment because we're so busy capturing it on Instagram and, or. Yes. I mean, and that's a, that's a, I mean, listen, that's sort of like the blogging. I mean, that's, that's the blogging pitfall right there is that, uh, I mean, I have to uh-huh. sometimes, am I so busy figuring out how to write about something that I, that I'm not in it? Cause my personality yeah. is much yeah. more to stand back and observe and think and all that kind uh-huh. of stuff. But, um, I don't know, but the, I think it's a personality type. For some people, that comes more naturally. Those, to me, are the yes. same people that would have scrapbooked back in the olden days. That's true. You know? That's a good point. But but I was never a scrapbooker, and I always felt real bad that, like, I couldn't scrapbook, and I didn't like scrapbooking, and Caroline wasn't going to have a scrapbook and all that. But you know what? She can go on, She can go on. you know, look at all the photos on Shutterfly of her childhood. They're well, all Alex right has, there. Alex has started reading my blog. Oh, he has? Oh, uh, yeah, he has. And he has, I didn't, I've not even told you this. He has started hmm. a blog. He told me a couple of weeks well, ago that he wanted to start a blog. Oh, how funny. And okay. so it's private and it's, you know, it's locked yeah. down. But he does. He he has a little blog um, where he, okay. has, he has written some things. And, um, but he, um, but he has, he started to, to, he'll get the iPad and he'll go and look back at the old, at old posts and read them. Oh, I love that. I think that's cute. And that's kind of what I always, I mean, I hoped someday Caroline would go back and read my blog because I'm like, that's her, a lot of her childhood Mm -hmm. is in that blog. I mean, and now I don't talk about her that much in turn, unless it's in terms of like, this is what we all did this weekend. Mm -hmm. You know, there's not as much because that's, you know, like we've said, as they get older, it all becomes a little more private. But, um, but I, you know, those early days, it's like, God, just everything she said did or whatever was all there. I know. So the, that, that the lesson to me in that is that I need to be merciful with all the documenting because I documented a lot too. I just wrote it down. Yes. I didn't I do think, it with a chalkboard. No. And I think that there's a time, I think for me, it was that like, I noticed it when we were in Nashville for 4th of July, because these fireworks that we saw were amazing. And I wanted to get a couple of pictures of them and I wanted to video them. But then you look up and I realized, I was like, I think everybody here is just videoing these fireworks through our, are we mm-hmm. going to like, is our whole life through our iPhone screen mm-hmm. as opposed to like that we're sitting there actually just enjoying the fireworks. And so it was kind of that reminder of like, I put my phone down and was like, I just want to see the fireworks in the sky. I know. Well, that's like, I think about that in regards to this, the egg bowl this past year, when sister and I went, you know, and, and, you know, our season was a little disappointing and we kind of went back and forth and I really kind of had to talk her into going and all that kind of stuff. But at the end of that mm-hmm. game, I remember like looking around cause it was overtime and so many people had their phones up and recording. And I was like, mm-hmm. Oh no, whichever way this goes, I want to see it with my eyes. Like, like, yes. I, don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to have to go back and see what it was like on my phone. You know what I mean? Like I want to, yeah, yeah, it ended up being yeah. the most fun. Um, I don't know. I, but again, I'm the person who did not have her wedding videoed. So, well, that's there sort of you have it. I know, but it is that thing. And it's kind of been a good thing for me because since then, like last night I was clearing a bunch of pictures off my phone. I didn't need, and those fireworks are on there. And I thought, and here's the whole thing is that little video I did take in no way captures what we were watching that night. Right. Like it. So you just realize like, okay, you know, it's fine to get a little clip or to see some of it. So you remember, Oh, this is when we saw the fireworks, but the video is never going to capture what the real life experience was. Right. I guess it's so, all things in moderation, just like anything yes. else. 
like anything else. I know. Listen, that was a, yeah. So I don't know, but it's hard because it's so easy. You think it wasn't, we didn't have the ability to document stuff like that when we were younger. No, I, I still maintain that even if we had, my parents would not have. I mean, that was just not there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hear Caroline. Yeah. yeah, she just woke up a little while ago. She's sitting here next to me now. She came stumbling out. You'll appreciate she's wearing a t-shirt that says, I love bacon. <laughs> Alex uh, has a, I love bacon t-shirt. Is hers blue? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's blue. I yeah, bet with the, the fried same... egg. The yeah, heart inside the fried the... egg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same one. What? Listen, who'd have thunk it? I don't like the shirt. That's why I have it as pajamas. I know, but it's fine. <laughs> she doesn't like that shirt. She's okay. just, that's why she wears it as pajamas. I gotcha. That's okay. It was a hand-me-down from somebody. Somebody gave it to her, and so she just wears it as a night shirt. But I feel like it's appropriate for a night shirt because I love bacon. You get up and eat your breakfast. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. well, there you have it. All right. Well, what, what are y'all doing today? Um, I think we are going to go to. Well, I need to call about some tile. You know, our bathroom. Yeah. We, we hit some. We hit some roadblocks in our bathroom project. Um, but we also. But on the bright side, we have found it's made us take a different turn. But I think it's going to work out fine. So the tile. I'll go ahead and say the tile. Did I tell you the whole thing that I thought the tile? What they had quoted me, I'd emailed about this gorgeous tile that I wanted and I emailed them to get a quote and I did not read the email back carefully enough and so what they quoted to me is the shipping cost I thought was the cost of the tile plus Mm -hmm. shipping no that was just what it was going to cost to have it shipped sure yeah and I will tell you that I thought even that was high but Mm -hmm. I was like well but it's a tile we're going to have it forever so when you realize that's just what they were charging to have it shipped Perry and I were kind of like well unless Caroline is going to go to college in her bathroom that's probably more than we need to spend on all that tile right so um which we can still maybe use some but anyway then I remembered we live in San Antonio where there is a lot of hand painted tile. And so I need to, I'm going to make some phone calls today to figure out some tile options. Yes. And then I think we are going to go with Gully and the boys too. There is a new like trampoline indoor trampoline park here. Okay. Please be careful. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Please be careful. I well, I'm, I am not going to be jumping on okay. the trampoline. Yes, I am not. And so, but Caroline and the boys want to go. We were going to go. There's a really cool swimming hole called the blue hole. And we thought about doing that, but uh, somehow we ended up on the trampoline park instead. You know, I went to one with um, our friend Amanda in Houston like two or three years ago. Right. And we did jump a little bit. And I, I mean, I texted her the next morning and I said, I feel like I've been in a car accident. Mm-hmm. I mean, like things were sore, like particularly like my shoulders and my neck from where, you know, you do your arms up and down while you're yes. jumping. And I was not prepared for that. I was like, oh, so anyway, but that was when Caroline was younger and I felt like, I, you know, she needed me to jump with her. And now I don't feel like, you should nor, feel that burden. Yes. I don't, nor do I feel like I really am equipped to, because, you know, Mamaw here probably doesn't need to be on a trampoline. Sure. Right. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's it. So that's what we're doing. What are y'all doing? Um, I don't know. I think we're going to run a couple of errands. We may run up to Target and then, um, I'm going to try to write some, but we really, mm-hmm. we, we don't have a whole lot going on today, which is kind of nice. So, um, so I don't know. We're just going to kind of take the day as it comes. I reckon I had to, I had to cook, um, some ground chuck last night because it was the, the sell by date was close. And so I've, I made a big thing of spaghetti sauce. So supper's already ready. Oh, that's nice. Which is kind of nice. So we're going to, mm-hmm. we're probably going to run to target and then, um, and that's going to be about it for us today. I think. Okay. All right. You got a big day planned. All right. Well, 
Okay. I'm glad you soldiered, you soldiered through our, um, our early morning podcast. I did. I made it through. I had a cup of coffee. It was like coffee talk. It was like a, it was a different, it was a different kind of way to start my morning, but mm-hmm. I feel like I, I made it through at the crack of, I was worried about nine o'clock, but it, I think it kind of helped too that you and Annie Downs had your interview for the book. That was probably better that maybe I wasn't a part of that. I might've killed the energy. <laughs> oh, you'd have been fine. Well, you'd have been fine. Oh, Annie, you're so funny. Annie, that is hilarious. <laughs> Annie, tell us more about your book. That was hilarious. I can't <laughs> wait to hear more about it. Oh, me. Uh, All right. Okay. Well, y'all have a good day. All right. Y'all have a good day. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. So, Annie, uh, Annie and I have talked. Okay. Um, so, I guess we can do our little intro and then we'll explain what happened. Okay. That sounds sound, good. Are you a little bit more yeah. awake? Do you feel like, was that, was that okay? Well, yeah. I mean, I think that's fine. I, I, yes. Sure. I am more awake. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hold I will on. be. Hold on. I'll turn it on for okay. the camera. <laughs> okay. Hold on. <laughs>